What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Special thanks to Better Edge. Better Edge, the place to make all of your bets this football season. Football getting going, college football just starting up, NFL right around the corner. Get rid of minus 110. Start making every bet even money. And here's what that looks like. The average better is going to go about 50% lifetime. Well, if you get rid of minus 110, now you're betting risk-free. You're you're winning as much as you're losing and you're going 50%. And that's best case scenario. On top of all of that, Better Edge, it's a social platform. It's technically not a sports book, which is why they can not charge a VIG, but it's it's fun. You make a profile, follow your friends, there's tournaments, competitions, it tracks your record, it, it gives you cool stats about your games and lets you know where you're where you're good at betting, where you struggle at betting, all that stuff. It's so fun. So check them out online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com like sports better. Use promo code SHARP for a free $10, and that promo code lets them know we sent you right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. How the heck are you? Happy Thursday. Today is... What's today? 23rd, 9-23, September 23rd. Hopefully you guys are having a nice week so far. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for... We're a couple weeks out from hockey, about a month out from basketball. Woo! Before you know it, it's going to be full on the weekends. Speaking of the weekend, stay tuned tomorrow for our uh, bonus episode of the Weekend Quick Picks. We've been floating right around 500 for the last month or so. I'm feeling a breakthrough coming here soon. But uh, we've been giving some early quick picks for Saturday morning on Friday during the day. Usually soccer games. So if you guys like those, stay tuned tomorrow for a bonus podcast. And we'll have our Football Friday show tomorrow as well. But today we will talk some football on today's show. Uh, NFL Power Rankings. How to use them. I release them occasionally, not every single week. I will put them out on Twitter this week. Okay, so follow us on Twitter at Sharp Angle Pod. I will publish my full rankings today after the show, and we'll talk today on the podcast about how to use them uh, because it's really not that difficult. And let's be very clear about one thing: it's not it's not as easy as just taking these power ratings, doing the math, and then betting games. This is a starting point. But I tell you what: if you're doing any handicapping in the NFL, this is a great starting point. I'd say, from my recommendation, the best starting point you can get, you know, just from public information. So my power ratings work like this. You do simple math, addition, subtraction to get the line. If we have a team like the 10th best team in the league, according to me, Denver Broncos, who are 2.1 points better than average, because that's how I do my ratings. It's how many points are you better or worse than average. Obviously, an average team would have a rating of zero. If you're a point better than average, you'd have a rating of one. If you're a point less than average or you're a point worse than average, you'd have a rating of negative one. Uh, So that's kind of how these ratings work. Now, let's just use an example for a game coming up this weekend. The Kansas City Chiefs and the LA Chargers. Okay, we have the Chiefs 7.1 points better than average, and we have the Chargers 1.2 points better than average. That gives us Kansas City is 5.9 points better than the LA Chargers, according to my rankings. Then we add home field, which in this week, this given situation, it's roughly 2.4 for Kansas City. So my final line for my starting point, okay, think about that. My final line for my starting point is 8.3. I have Kansas City minus 8.3, which would look like uh, Kansas City minus 8, minus 125 or so, 
or Kansas City minus eight and a half, you know, plus 105, plus 110. So that's what it would look like, Kansas City. Now, again, that's a starting point. The current line is Kansas City minus six and a half. So I'm assuming once we dive in and do a little bit more detail and and, and chop away the handicap, obviously Kansas City playing two really tough games back to back. Could there be fatigue? There, that's a whole another episode, right, for the handicapping portion of this. I'm giving you guys the starting point, right? This is the math, how you do it. You do the simple addition, addition subtraction, add home field, that gives you your starting line. So let's go over our top 10. And like I said, I will post these on Twitter. Give us a follow at SharpAnglePod. We'll post these on Twitter so you guys can access these. We will not post these every single week, but occasionally, twice a month or so, we will put out our new rankings. All right, number 10, the Denver Broncos. I have Denver 2.1 points better than average. This is a great roster, one of the better defenses in the NFL. As long as Teddy Bridgewater keeps playing how he's playing, I, he can even drop off a little bit. He can be an average quarterback this year. The Denver Broncos will be a double-digit win team. I think Denver is still flying under the radar, maybe some value the next couple weeks, uh, but they haven't played the great the greatest teams, okay? So we have to keep that in mind. They played Giants on the road week one, Jacksonville on the road week two, but Denver is a team going back-to-back on the road that's usually not a good spot, that 10, that, uh, 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern kick. So Denver, I think, has exceeded expectations so far. They do have the Jets at home, so another easy game week three, but Denver, number 10 overall. Number nine, the Green Bay Packers, and this team is the most volatile team in my rankings. And here's why. If Aaron Rodgers slash the Green Bay Packers suddenly start playing like Green Bay should be playing and like they have the last several years, well, they could easily jump up an entire point in the rankings. So if Green Bay went from from 2.5 to 3.5, they would jump from ninth to almost tied for fourth, Okay. This is a this is a good team, but it's all about Aaron Rodgers. Is he bought in? Is he going to play his hardest this year? And look, I know we all say, hey, it's the NFL. They always play their hardest. I totally disagree with that on a play-by-play basis, on a week-by-week basis, but even on a year-by-year basis. And you can see that through the history of Aaron Rodgers' career. The last five years of his career, okay, if you take last year, his MVP season, and throw it out, those four years are very pedestrian, very average. Aaron Rodgers is average to above average, pretty good, not horrible, at pretty much every important stat in the league, okay? Then last year, all this motivation, people saying he can't, you know, he he comes and finally wants to play, you know, Tom Brady's giving him motivation, the fans, the, the media, and he wins the MVP. So it's like, okay, if Aaron Rodgers was that good all along, he just needed to have a fire lit under him, are we really going to back him in this situation this season? I'm not saying we're forced to bet against them. It's just a question mark how good they really are. They are very volatile currently. Uh, Green Bay's 2.5, number nine in the NFL. All right, number eight, we have the San Francisco 49ers, and they've risen a little bit in my rankings the last couple weeks. I know they haven't had, again, the toughest uh, uh, schedule, but two road games in a row, two tough spots in a row. I think the San Francisco uh, 49ers, again, have exceeded expectation but there are question marks. What's going to happen with Jimmy G? Is Trey Lance going to play? Jimmy G isn't given the right responses that you want to hear from your quarterback. You know, you want to hear, hey, it's okay. We're getting Trey some snaps. This is still my team. Jimmy Garoppolo is like, I'm not sure what the future holds. I don't want to talk about it this year, but I have no idea if I'm going to be in San Francisco for the rest of my career. That's not good. That's not a team I necessarily want to back on a week-by-week basis. They're better than I thought. 2.6 overall, number eight in the NFL, but I do have question marks about them moving forward. 
All right, uh, number seven, the Cleveland Browns. And Cleveland is one of my favorite teaser options this weekend. And the line's coming down. It's around seven now. I'm usually not the biggest fan of teasing from seven to one or just teasing these teams where they have to win, have to win by a point. But I think it's a really good spot this week. On top of that, Cleveland, their defense playing well, this coaching staff finally getting things together in Cleveland. And it's so funny because as a better, I've been conditioned to think, oh, watch out. You know, the Browns may show value. They may show they're the team to bet on this week week and time after time it's like okay it's not gonna bet on the browns anymore this is a different team though odell beckham should be coming back soon i think he will help that offense there's always that question mark in sports right star player you add him to a team does he help or does he hurt because he garners so much attention not from the defense but from the offensive coordinator you know he gets upset when baker doesn't throw in the football but i think odell coming back this year will be a positive for cleveland we've got the browns number seven at 2.8 uh, Seattle, I also have a 2.8, but if you go to a hundred, uh, the hundreds place, they're a little bit higher than Cleveland. Either way, they did lose last week. They, I mean, they didn't look great in that loss against Indianapolis. They had a huge lead, ended up blowing it in the second half, but I still think Seattle, this is the thing. It's kind of like the final score paradox. You don't ever want to get confused or thrown off by the final score. Yes, Seattle lost that game, but think about it this way. If Indianapolis misses that kick, which they almost did, Seattle goes down and kicks a field goal of their own, well, now they won. And the narrative is, well, Seattle let Indy come back, but Colts suck, and Seattle's 2-0 now in a good division. So you have to be careful how we grade wins and losses. Often, the public lets wins and losses affect their opinion far too much, at least based on you know when you're quantifying the game and trying to boil everything down to numbers. But uh, either way, we've got the Seattle 2.8 at number six overall. Number five, we've got the Baltimore Ravens, and I did have major question marks coming out of the offseason because of their cluster injuries. When you start to pile up injuries at one position, it usually is never a good thing. Well, Baltimore did that at running back, but of course, Lamar Jackson, kind of the Swiss Army knife, they're supplementing the run game with him, and he's doing great. So these ratings aren't supposed to predict where these teams are going to finish or where these teams are going to end up or what the rating is going to be at the end of the year. These ratings that I'm giving today simply reflect how good these teams are today, given the situation today and the information we have today. That's it. So right now, I do think Baltimore, as healthy as they are, they're 2.9. They're five. They're the fifth team in the league. Lamar, does he have injury concerns? Of course. We have long-term concerns about this defense. I think so. But right now, Baltimore, number five in the NFL, 2.9 points better than average. All right, number four, I've got the LA Rams, exactly four points better than average. And what? honestly, with LA, they are interesting because we haven't learned that much about the Rams, okay? We knew they were going to be good. We knew they had some pieces, good defense. But we're going to get a lot of answers this weekend. Their first test against Tampa Bay It is at home in L.A., but this is going to be a big data point for this team. Now, we've talked about this since the start of the season. Different teams impact or different games impact different teams in different ways. And if you get some good high profile matchups like the Chiefs have had so far, I can feel confident about my Chiefs rating. They've been tested. They've played hard themselves. We feel good about that. Denver, on the other hand, okay, they beat the Giants. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do we really know how good Denver is? Can we feel confident in that rating? You know, my confidence rating next to Denver probably wouldn't be that high. Kind of like the Rams. I have them four points overall, or four points better than average, the number four team overall, but we're going to learn a lot this weekend. So Rams, fourth, big game against Tampa, and we'll talk about the Buccaneers here in a second. Number three in the NFL, I have the Buffalo Bills. They are 4.1 points better than average. 
And uh, I just like Buffalo. I think they have a, a complete team, good coaching staff. You know, Josh Allen, I, th- I do expect a decline. A little bit of a drop-off. I mean, the expectations for him this year, I think the NFL.com had him the number four overall player in the league. It's like, can we pump the brakes? He had a good season last year. I love his arm. He knows the offense. This is a very explosive offense, but the idea that they're just going to run through the AFC, they're one of the better teams. Look, I have him number three, but 4.1 points better than average puts them in that pool of teams in the second tier. So Buffalo, they're a contender. They're very good. They're just a te- they're just a level behind the top two teams right now. Number two, Tampa Bay. I have Tampa six point six points better than average. Now think about that. Buffalo four point one at number three. Tampa six point six at number two. And again, for these top teams, not much needs to be said. We know a lot about Tampa. Brought back their entire team. Now, typically, I wouldn't upgrade for that because you won the Super Bowl last year. Players are, you know, maybe more likely to take the next year off or bad approach it lackadaisically. No new players to kind of push them. No new guys without the ring. But it's, it's all about Tom Brady. And he's not letting that happen this year, especially early on. They know they need to get the lead in the NFC. I think they're doing that. And look, First couple weeks, they gave up points. I think they're giving up 27 points a game, eight, you know, seven or so yards per play through the air. It hasn't been great this this year for Tampa, but just like the Rams, we're going to learn a lot about them this weekend. They go on the road. They're one and a half point favorites at the Rams this weekend. Very interesting line, but uh, Tampa Bay, 6.6 points better than average. Number two team in the NFL. And number one, I do have Kansas City at 7.1 points better than average. And again, we're not overreacting to wins and losses. It's hysterical. ESPN, you know, Kansas City loses a game. They're like the sixth best team in the league right now. It's like, hold on a second. I understand they lost a game. Tough game. Prime time. You know, it, it, it was just at Baltimore. You know, it, it was a tough spot for them. So Kansas City, I think, is still the best team. I think on a neutral field, I well, I know on a neutral field, I would have them about a half point favorite against Tampa, at least as my starting point. So Kansas City, again, these top teams, what more needs to be said? We know about them, how good they can be. Over-under is currently 12.5 still for uh, Kansas City, who's 1-1. One one. So uh, 7.1 points better than average. I have the Kansas City Chiefs number one in the NFL. So, uh, all right, that does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening to the Deep Dive Thursday. Uh, And here, I'm going to post these on Twitter after we finish the show. So follow us at SharpAnglePod. And if you do have any questions, feel free to DM me. I'd love to help you guys out in terms of using these. And again, last point here, this is a starting point. Do the simple math, add home field. You've got a nice starting point to handicap any of these games. All right, coming up tomorrow, we'll have Football Friday. Maybe give some picks out, some handicaps, and then we'll have a bonus pick or a bonus quick picks episode tomorrow too for a Saturday morning. So until then, good luck, whatever you guys have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.